All right, thanks for making the Lock On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including iTunes and Spotify. So leave a five-star review. doesn't matter what you say. Just leave a five-star review. That'll help people that search Ole Miss podcast in the Google machine find these shows. So thank you very much for that. We're all about having fun. We're all about commentary, and we're all about perspectives. And I think that's the best way to follow Ole Miss sports. So thank you very much for that. Leave that review if you will. All right, today... We are going to look at the Week 10 lines, and we got some fancy new graphics from the Locked On people that are going to kind of, it's going to look pretty cool, actually. But it should be fun. So we got a couple of slides over, and we're going to um, figure out what's going on as well. But here we go, the Week 10 lines. Kentucky is at Mizzou. Kentucky's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Kentucky got absolutely boat raced in Knoxville. Their season is kind of teetering. They now have losses to Ole Miss, South Carolina, and Tennessee. I know one of these teams is not like the other. Mizzou beat South Carolina. Um, So this could be almost a trap bet to where they're thinking Kentucky people are going to pile on. Will Levis does not look like a first-round quarterback. He looks like, uh, I don't know exactly what he looks like, but it's not a first-round quarterback. Maybe he's he's a day three guy at best, but he's got talent, he's got tools, but he's not quite there. The big game of the day is Tennessee and Georgia. That's probably going to be a number one versus number two matchup as everything changes to the playoff matchups. Um, Once the playoff show comes out Tuesday, the rankings are all going to change, so get ready for that. Georgia's a nine-point favorite over the Tennessee Vols. I know Athens is going to be rocking. If you tune in to SEC After Dark Wednesday night, um, Jeb and Corey, Tennessee and Georgia fan, we're going to let them go a little bit. Um, but this should be a fun game. This is one of those games to where Tennessee has a chance, if they can get on Georgia's defense and score a little bit, to put a little pressure on that offense. If it goes vice versa to where Tennessee has to score with Georgia, that's that's not where they really want to live, honestly. Alabama, a 14-point favorite at LSU. Honestly, I expect this line to be similar when they come to Vaughn Hemingway Stadium. Um, Alabama, two-touchdown favorite for the game in the last 20 years to happen in Oxford, Mississippi. So whenever we're talking about it, it's almost like a foregone conclusion. That's one. Now, that's not saying LSU can't win the game because they can, but they're not. There's, the probability isn't there. The same thing's going to happen next week, honestly. The probability isn't there, but Ole Miss can win the game. Florida is at Texas A&M. Texas A&M is a three-point favorite over the Gators. You saw a Texas A&M team that woke up a little bit. I expect Texas A&M to win this game. I expect Texas A&M to cover fairly well. Um, Florida does not well st- do well stopping the run. Connor Wiegman showed me a little bit. I love the receivers, Evan Stewart and Moose Muhammad. If this team had Anaya Smith right now, they'd be fairly dangerous. I, I think they're going to be okay. This is going to get sloppy. This is probably going to be the come-down come game for Wigman. If you remember correctly, um, back to 2016 when Shea Patterson was forced into a game against Texas A&M and he had an all-world comeback thing, and then the next week he kind of came down to earth, that's kind of a similar situation that I'm expecting this week. Liberty is at Arkansas. Arkansas is a 14-point favorite. Um, this is a big game. Liberty is ranked. 
Um, and they're seven and one, and their only loss is by one point to Wake Forest. This is a game that could get weird. Now, Arkansas has the advantage of Rocket Sanders and KJ Jefferson, and with Kendall Bryles, it becomes an interesting situation for them because they could absolutely play murder ball with the other team and just completely take the joy. I don't know if Arkansas will get to 14 points in this game. This game could honestly, in my opinion, be like a 21 to 10 type game. I think Liberty has a fairly good team, and I think they're being underrated by people. But we'll see exactly how it goes. Auburn is at Mississippi State. Mississippi State is favored by 10.5 points. This is one of those games that could go absolutely either way. I mean, there, there's no way to look at it other than that because Auburn could either make this a competitive game because I think Mississippi State's going to win the game regardless. Um, or they could absolutely quit because we've hit that point in the season where they could just completely let go of the rope. Mississippi State wins this game 41 to 10, or Mississippi State wins this game 27 to 24. It, it will be interesting to, to see what happens, but that affects how you look at this line because it's almost at the point where until Auburn fully lets go of the rope, you're a little nervous betting on these games because Auburn could rise up. A little bit, just like A&M did this past weekend in College Station. But it will be interesting to see. Also, South Carolina is at Vanderbilt in the last game of the day. South Carolina is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Remember this game in South Carolina, in Columbia last year, South Carolina needed a miracle drive at the end to beat a much worse Vanderbilt team. If you are hearing by the tone of my voice, that I am not impressed by South Carolina, you're probably correct. Um, I'm, I think Vandy is going to get somebody. They're running out of time to do it this year, but they're going to probably get somebody. This is probably their best opportunity to do it. Um, I don't know if South Carolina is seven and a half points better than anybody. I know they've won games by more than seven and a half points, but that usually involves scoring in ways other than offensively. This team, South Carolina team, is pretty offensively challenged, and Missouri kind of had their way with the Gamecocks over the weekend. It, 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 was, it was pretty interesting to see what's going on. Anyway, that was the lines for the week. Anyway, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter to the, the matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports Today. It's available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Anyway, thank you for tuning in today. Um, this was our three takeaways episode. We are going to talk Ole Miss and Alabama for the next 12 days. We're also going to talk a little basketball. We're going to do that, take advantage of the bye week. we got Jason Jordan going to come on and do a basketball recruiting thing. We're going to probably try and find somebody that can um, talk about the team. We're going to do that but we're going to get in the mindset of Ole Miss and Alabama. So stay tuned for that. And, of course, um, have fun following Ole Miss football. That's what this is all about, having fun. Seriously.